As we begin 2023, here's a New Year's resolution that you can actually keep. Eat more chocolate. Extensive research demonstrates the remarkable benefits of daily cocoa flavanols on brain and heart function. So I searched high and low for cocoa products that deliver meaningful amounts of healthful flavanols with great flavor and minimal sugar. And I'm thrilled to have found Flava Naturals. Flava Naturals performance dark chocolate bars and cocoa powder deliver five to nine times the flavanols of typical dark chocolate. Their secret is sourcing premium high flavanol cocoa beans and processing them naturally. The result is decadent dark chocolate with the flavanol levels needed to fuel brain and cardio performance. I use it every day. Now you can jumpstart your Flava Naturals 2023 resolution with 23% off site-wide exclusively for intelligent medicine listeners. Just use code HOFFMAN23 at checkout. Now through January 31st, just go to FlavaNaturals.com. That's FlavaNaturals.com and use code Hoffman23 for 23% off. Plus, get great recipes at FlavaNaturals.com. Welcome to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. Today's subject is gut healing with a special focus on the benefits of aloe. Our guest is Dr. Michael Haley. He's the gut healing expert. He's a chiropractor and health coach, and he's based in Pompano Beach, Florida at the, do I have the pronunciation correct, the Agape Chiropractic in Pompano you Beach. Nailed it. Nailed it. Okay. Because a lot of people say agape. You know, it's like right. m- as if your mouth were agape at the <laughs> marvels of uh, natural medicine. No, but it's agape. And he's an expert on phytonutrition and superfoods. He graduated from the University of Tampa. And uh, he went on to Life College of Chiropractic, where he earned his doctorate in chiropractic in 1985. Uh, he's also sometimes referred to as Organic Mike because of his teachings in the area of organic chemistry and nutrition. And organic chemistry is a subject that I wish I'd spent a little more time uh, paying attention to. I <laughs> managed to get a pass, but uh, organic chemistry is where it's at in terms of understanding the body. So uh, with Dr. Healy's help, we're going to do a deep dive on that subject. So, uh, you know, first of all, you uh, outline for us why the primacy on the gut. Why is there so much emphasis on the gut in natural healing? You know, chemistry is everything. It really is. It's what makes our body talk. It's what makes tissues speak to each other. And it might be something so simple such as like a catalytic communication that makes a whole, you know, nerve fire that stimulates an organ to make a hormone that starts this huge chain reaction of biochemical sequences that are too complicated for us to even understand at this point. And that starts in the gut. And I'd like to help people understand how important is the gut? We've heard it referred to as the second brain. How important is this chemistry? And the easiest way I can communicate that is say, imagine we had a few shots of whiskey. That chemistry through our gut 
into our bloodstream affects our minds in the matter of seconds. How many things are happening in our gut affecting the chemistry that can affect our minds and our physiology? Yeah, and that's a good point because, you know, we tend to think of things that are fast acting, you know, like the effects of uh, uh, a drug, you know, maybe taking Valium or maybe uh, having a shot of whiskey. And these things work very quickly and dramatically on the brain. But there are all kinds of uh, myriad processes going on in the gut uh, that ultimately can affect our, our consciousness, our, our moods and so on, right? I realized many years ago, I have four kids, I realized that they are much easier to manage when I give them good food. Mm -hmm. it, it's chemistry. Uh, I realized that my kids, if I gave them certain kinds of food, like, for instance, uh, processed meats with preservatives in them, they would actually have bad dreams. Hmm. And we definitely that, that's a little bit that, that phenomenon of, you know, the people who said, boy, I shouldn't have had that pepperoni pizza at midnight because uh, <laughs> it gave me some pretty weird nightmares. You know, chemistry really affects everything, how we think, our energy levels, our moods. And we have so much say. We've heard the garbage in, garbage out. We have so much say in chemistry. Uh, we've heard of psychological problems being a chemical imbalance. How many of these require our medical intervention? How many of these could actually be prevented or improved merely by improving the gut health? Medicine has its place, but alongside that, what if we can improve the gut health, improve the chemistry the body uh, makes, and use mess or less or even no medicine at some point. And indeed, that, that is the goal of uh, natural medicine is to uh, make these changes. And it's sometimes referred to as orthomolecular medicine, which is uh, using uh, diet and specific nutrients to have a positive impact on uh, psychiatric and psychological conditions. Yeah, well, I've noticed a pattern. I, I don't know about you. I'm sure you also see this, that gut problems seem to be on the rise. We see more irritable bowel disease, more uh, celiac disease, acid reflux, esophageal spasms, Crohn's disease, ulcer ulcerative colitis. Um, you, know, you and I could probably come up with a hundred different inflammatory bowel names. And they're almost all really the same issue, just with a potential different cause or different location somewhere between the mouth and the anus. So we give them these names to help us identify maybe the cause or the location of it so that we can focus in on a more specific treatment. Hmm. But in a sense, they're all the same. And we can also say the same thing about the skin because isn't it true that when people have unhealthy bowels, it's generally apparent. It's you can usually see it in mm -hmm. the form of uh, dry skin, cracked heels, uh, you know, eczema, psoriasis. And again, we can come up like in plantis. We can come up with a gazillion names, and some of the names emphasize autoimmune, and you know, some emphasize the appearance. But they're all inflammatory skin issues. And you are a big proponent 
of uh, aloe. Uh, in fact, uh, uh, you actually uh, have uh, a brand of aloe that uh, you are uh, a proponent of. And so, uh, you know, help us out with aloe because we know that, you know, it's the kitchen plant that we keep around. If we have a burn, you know, it works superficially on the skin. Uh, then there's the notion that you should uh, drink aloe for GI mm-hmm. health. And and that's actually a controversial uh, notion. I want to get into the controversy around that. But, uh, you know, tell us a little bit about uh, your experience with aloe and why you think it's a star player in restoring gut health. Mm. Yeah. You know, my first experience was quite unusual. I went sailing and I admit I am not boat smart, at (laughs) least not on a sailboat. I understand, you know, gasoline engine, push the throttle, gas goes into the carburetors and they explode and push pistons that move propellers and the thing just takes off. But, you know, pulling up ropes that, you know, move this sail that way and this, I didn't know what I was doing. (laughs) And somehow... I was in charge of pulling up the main sail at the start of this race. I pulled it up, looked at the captain, like, what do I do now? And I guess he thought I knew how to work this mechanism and lock it down. And as he kind of panicked and didn't know how to answer me, I tried to hold on to the rope as it filled up with wind. (laughs) And, you know, eventually we ran over the sail and the skin on my hands were melting. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Well, I had this patient. I'm a chiropractor, and he would always bring in these bottles of aloe. And, you know, it's funny because you got away with so much more in the past. He he would tell all of his uh, patients, all of his customers, because he wasn't a a medical doctor, he would say, drink this aloe and it'll cure your cancer. Uh, And he actually does have a lot of testimonials of people where that's the only thing that they did. And they did get well. And I can give a reason for that. But uh, anyway, he when he realized that I burned my hands and I couldn't treat him, he said, put this aloe cream on them. They'll be fine in a few days. And literally in three days, I remember taking the bandages off and looking at my hands. And I thought, oh, my goodness, my skin, my hands, they look younger and healthier than they did before the burns. And these were blistered, bloody hands that healed in three days. I had never seen anything like that. At the time, it just so happens, I had uh, one of my patients drinking the aloe, growing her own sprouts and, you know, juicing fruits and vegetables and took away all of her sugars. And she had actually a stage four pancreatic cancer that had metastasized everywhere. And we didn't talk much about uh, the medicine option, but I did say, you know, medicine offers about a 2% success rate. I don't know what your success rate is if you do a complementary and alternative or just an alternative. I don't know. Um, She said, well, what do you got for me? And we changed everything. We are 11 years later, and she is Hmm. still cancer-free. Remarkable survival. Yeah. Absolutely. And so I don't know, you know, what did she do different? Now, she did the natural for a period of time 
got incredible results. And then when there was just a couple little tumors, then went for the surgical option, followed by a little chemotherapy. So she did the complementary and alternative, you know, the combined oh, so integrative, integrative approach. In other words, integrative, so, yes, yes. Right. which is an, an intelligent medicine approach, you know, the best of both worlds. But what is it right. that is in uh, aloe that seems to be so helpful for the skin? From, from the little I know, there's a compound called uh, allantoin, if I have, if I'm pronouncing it correctly. I did okay with agape. I'm not sure if I nailed allantoin. But is that the regenerative uh, compound? I think it's also something that's present in comfrey as well, that, that is healing, uh, does something to regenerate cells or reduce inflammation. Do, do you know the biochemistry behind that? I am not sure of it, no. And I haven't been able to figure this one out because the primary nutrient that seems to be the secret sauce in aloe is on the inside it, mm -hmm. in what we call the crystal, the gel, and it doesn't make sense at first listen, but it's these mucopolysaccharides, mm -hmm. which, you know, medically we say, okay, well, that's easy. Uh, mucopolysaccharide is like a complex carbohydrate, but super complex. Uh, but it breaks down to just simple sugars all joined up in these chains. And how can sugar be good for you? Mm. Right. But you these are mucilaginous compounds. There's something soothing even about the feel of, you know, if you break off an aloe leaf that you're growing in your on your kitchen windowsill uh, and you apply it to the to your skin after a burn, it, it does feel soothing. There's something about it. Absolutely. Um, but the unique thing about these super complex carbohydrates are the sugar molecule in them, which somehow processes different than glucose, fructose, mm -hmm. galactose, lactose, you know, the various sugars that we could name. It's not just a calorie source, in other words. Correct. In fact, it's a, it seems to be a poor calorie source. It's actually mannose. And mannose, there's been research done to, uh, well, with cancer patients and chemotherapy using the two together versus just the chemotherapy. And uh, in one study of 240 patients, 119 of them had only one ounce of aloe vera with their chemotherapy. And these were all stage four cancers. But they had more than threefold the what they considered a complete result. Uh, the people put into the complete result, but they were categorized into four different categories. Um, so, you know, this seems to be pretty significant. Uh, studying mannose, I guess it's determined that cancer cells would try to bind to it to consume it. And they wouldn't actually be able to ingest it, but they wouldn't be able to release it. Therefore, they couldn't consume uh, glucose, which would essentially shrink them, starving, and then supposedly taken alongside with the chemotherapy. It's, it's kind of like a, like an a decoy target. molecule, in effect. It's sort of... Uh uh, fools the, the cells into uptake of uh, the mannose, uh, depriving the cancer cells of fuel, at least according to that theory anyway. Yeah, and in the same way, diabetics are taking it to lower and stabilize blood sugar levels. Mm -hmm. That is a How traditional does, use of aloe, and, you know, I've, that's that's always intrigued me. Yeah, so how, how does consuming sugar lower blood sugar levels? And it's something about the mannose that I don't even understand the biochemistry behind it. I just came across a research article, I believe it was written in 1938, when they were studying uh, ketosis. 
Mm-hmm. And they realized when they gave rats that were in ketosis, ace manin, they stayed in ketosis. How can giving sugar keep you in ketosis? So clearly we're seeing that it processes differently. And if I try to bring this back to the gut, I guess we would realize that, okay, so it's not like you're loading the gut up with sugar. It is a food, but it doesn't seem that it's it's not bacteriostatic. Bacteria will grow in it. It will ferment, but not like grape juice. It's a much slower fermentation. Um, doesn't it's so it's sort of antibacterial, but it's not. It's a very different food item. You put it on a burn, and the next day where you put the aloe is white if it was a sunburn, and the parts around where you put the aloe are still burnt red. And if we think of that burn as an ulcer on the inside, somehow it's in increasing the healing rate. Somehow it actually increases the blood flow. I put it on people with too many blood thinners and you see their arms all blackened. Right, the purplish, uh, yeah, that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Thin, skin thin, thinning. and yeah. Uh, it it doc- literally breaks it up and turns their arms white again. Okay, folks, at this point, let's pause and allow one of our sponsors an opportunity to share this vital message with you. This episode of Intelligent Medicine is brought to you by Healthy Aging providing you with the unique energy support of Pure NT Factor. NT Factor is the only nutritional formula clinically proven to reduce fatigue, whatever the cause, whether it be age, illness, or just being run down. NT Factor from Nutritional Therapeutics repairs damaged cells and restores healthy bacteria in your digestive tract. Clinical trials have shown NT Factor reduces fatigue by almost half, and it even reverses some symptoms of aging. I've been taking NT Factor for years with a 45-day money-back guarantee of nothing to lose. To order, call 800-982-9158. That's 800-982-9158. Or go to ntfactor.com. That's ntfactor.com. Thanks for listening and thanks for supporting our sponsors. There would make Intelligent Medicine a continuing free resource for you. And now back to today's guest, Dr. Michael Haley. Dr. Haley, you know, uh, aloe has become sort of a, a buzzword, and it, it's present in a lot of uh, cosmetic products that you can get at the regular, uh, you know, CVS drugstore. You know, you can get uh, shaving cream with aloe. You can get, uh, uh, you know, sun protective SPF with aloe. Uh, you know, all these, is, all these products have aloe, but do they have significant enough amounts of aloe to really work on the skin? That's a great question. You know, it's interesting because I think it was in 2016, uh, it was uh, one of the Chicago papers that came out with an article that said there is no aloe vera in the aloe vera products at (laughs) Target, CVS, Walmart, and they named a bunch. And what they did is they went and purchased some aloe vera products and they tested them for the markers of aloe vera and found that the markers that are supposed to be there weren't in there. Yeah. And I even remember picking up a bottle of this aloe lotion that said 100% aloe. And you look on the ingredients label and there was 100 ingredients. Yeah. So 100 ingredients doesn't equate to to 100% aloe. Maybe uh, some vestige of aloe present. So um, So 
So obviously, skin conditions respond to uh, to aloe. What, what are some of the skin conditions that you found amenable to application of the right kind of aloe? And then we'll talk about what what you consider the right kind. You know, when I took over the aloe vera line of products from Rodney Stockton, the patient that told me to put it on my hands, he had died when he was 96 years old. I saw that remarkable thing on my hands. And as we were remaking that product, I sent it off to a laboratory with new formula that I wanted. I wanted to get rid of some of the bad chemistry and put in some better moisturizers, coconut oil instead of uh, petroleum jelly and things like that. We, we made improvements to it. I remember when he called. In fact, this is how I found out about the blacking of the arms getting healed because he was an older person that had put some on his arms as he was using up the leftovers from the batch make. And he said, you're not going to believe this. You really stumbled on something amazing. I have never seen anything like this in all of my, you know, cosmetic production. So we realized it was breaking up the bruising. That was something new that I had seen. Shortly after that, we had people with psoriasis and eczema calling us up and saying, I have tried so many products, I have never seen results like this. Now, anyone listening to this thinking, okay, I got to go out and buy this, I'll still say, I don't think that's the way to fix your psoriasis. Mm -hmm. I, I think it's maybe buying time. But it's still a band aid. In other words, it's it, it's it's a band aid approach. I mean, it's an effective topical approach. But you know, we tend to we in the natural health movement tend to think of this as a more comprehensive kind of program, where you know we look at gut health and we look at diet and we look at you know the use of other nutraceuticals, and, you know, vitamins perhaps to alleviate the problem. I think that's what you're saying. Absolutely, and also eliminating the trigger or the cause. Yeah. Yeah. So I, we started seeing all of these um, skin improvements, and I had taken over a product line that was uh, kind of fringe. My the whole market, all of the people that were buying it were buying it because either they got cured from cancer or they knew someone that got cured from cancer from hmm. from this. And I said, okay, this is a dangerous space. I don't want <laughs> right, to be you know, Exactly, because it's like a, right there you're inviting uh, the wrath of the powers that be, you know, a cancer remedy, and, you know, it sounds a little wackadoodle, right? I, but I know I have a, a an excellent product, and I want to make sure it's available, and I realize that gut health is probably the most accepted uh, use of aloe vera. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and we, by the way, we're going to have to talk about the bad stuff of aloe vera when it comes to gut, too. Yeah. We're going to get to that. Yeah, good. Uh, So I I remember putting people on it that had bleeding bowels and, you know, how long have you been having this issue? Um, Anywhere from, you know, weeks to months to even years. And I started seeing a pattern. I would call them on day two and say, well, how is it going? And I don't notice any change. On day three, this is the best day I have had in, you know, weeks, months, years. Really? And I started seeing that pattern. Dramatic healing in in gut conditions. Yes. So my only explanation is that just like we see sunburns heal faster, 
We're seeing the inside, which is, you know, ulceration, mm -hmm. damaged tissue on the inside getting well. Well, it's mucous Still, membrane, you know, which is a, a, a form of epidermis. It's a it's a it's an internal surface layer, uh, as opposed to an external uh, layer. So uh, there's a lot exactly. of lot of parallels. All right, this is a good point at which to pause because I uh, uh, we divide our podcast into two parts. Uh, in part two, I want to take a deeper dive on uh, the internal use of aloe. Specifically for gastrointestinal maladies, we can talk about uh, GERD and reflux and mouth sores. And we can also talk about uh, more serious GI problems, uh, ulcers and even colitis. Uh, I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman. Our guest, Dr. Michael Haley. Uh, he's a nutritionally oriented a chiropractor based in Pompano Beach, Florida. Uh, you can find out more about uh, his line of aloe products at aloe1.com. Dot com. Is that correct, Dr. Haley? That will work. Allo One is now forward to HaleyNutrition.com. They're one and the same. All righty. We'll be back with more of today's Intelligent Medicine podcast. Stand by.